Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 88 of From the Jingweeds. No Patrick idea. Kane! Patrick Kane. <laughs> Michael Irvin! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Now that I got that in, I can retire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just been waiting for 88. Oh, waiting for 88. Uh, we got a lot to get into in a little bit of time. Dan's got to get going because the little man... The middleman, right, has yep. joined the sports recreation leagues. What's he running? Soccer. soccer. Yep. Playing so, soccer. Back oh at it. Boy. This podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and they also deal with New Mexico, Southern Nevada, and also Southern California. I, for one, are a big user of a couple of their main products, like Florentine. I throw that on my greens. That's part of my greens program. I've been using the Guru Paint, and I'm a big fan now of the Ninja Tines, but they do have some other products uh, on their website at swturfsupport.com. Again, that's swturfsupport.com. Go Go there and check them out. Find the distributor in your area. Check out their line of products, and possibly if there's something else you want, they might have that too. Thank you. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. Under sixes. He's four. Mm. Nice. The under six uh, USA team? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right off the bat. That poor guy's had a go. He started puking Saturday and finally yesterday, two days, he was finally out of it. Lethargic, like really? even ice chips couldn't even. I feel nothing worse than watching a kid go through that. I know when you came. You just help. lay there. Was that like his first good sickness? Oh as? yeah, and it, you. It's like you thought it'd be the twenty-four hour flu, and just kept going. And just, he would lay there and stare at like the couch. He, he, the dude loves watching TV. We'll put on like little baby videos yeah. for the birdie. And yeah, dude, birdie's all fucking playing, and he's just walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching nursery rhymes, dude. Oh, uh, but he guy. wouldn't even watch TV. Nothing. It was <laughs> it's rough, but he's sounds like he's out of it. We're gonna get. Back to it tonight. We'll see. Nice. Are you coaching? No way, dude. No way. <laughs> I thought you were into the. I thought you were watching EPL and you no. picked your team and you're yeah. a big fucking Taunton fan. I, can't, and... I just can't, man. I can't. It's, maybe I'm just not cut out for the coaching. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. Especially at that age. But it's sometimes, man. It's like I get it. They're volunteers. They need people, and it's, I appreciate some of those guys out there. But one dude. I remember last season thinking, thank God he's not on this guy's. Because he's just yelling his kid's name the whole time. You know what I mean? His own kid's name yeah. the whole time? Oh, and yeah. maybe it was like the dad on the side, but it was the cl- Matt, Matt, all right, move it, Matt. But never stopped. And it was just like, dude, I couldn't do that every game. Yeah. For everybody for everybody that knows me back home, it must sound like Walter Rinky. Everybody will know who that is. So that is exactly it. I co- I mean, just I could, yelling at his poor kid. I coached basketball last time. summer for my kid. They needed a coach. I'm like, whatever. I'll do it. It's just because, yeah. uh, you know. And when they come through the middle, you just fucking hammer them. <laughs> but uh, that, this is when I probably coaching days. And I'm like getting mad at the refs at this thing. Mm-hmm. But part, I know, let me defend myself. Hey. I would do like, the same I, thing. We would teach my kid, my team to dribble. And if you picked up, you had a pass. So my kids are dribbling. The, the other team's fucking buzzing around. They're up 23 nothing. They're running like a football, you know, playing rugby. And, yeah. and I'm looking at the ref like, dude, what are we doing here? Yeah. If, we're not, if we don't have to dribble, fine. It's 26 nothing. The dude just took it 23 feet and didn't dribble once. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on. This isn't even the sport. Yeah. You know, which, what are we supposed to be teaching? Yeah. That's all I need to know. 
right? And at that age, all it is is the fundamental shit. Yeah. Turn the scoreboard. I mean, right. I don't agree with turn the scoreboard off, but at some point, maybe you do have to just teach, a fu- you know, the fundamentals. Right. It's like with golf and my wife, we ain't writing scores down. Yeah. The only she turned the page when I said, we're going to do smiley faces, <laughs> frowny faces, and, and then a par. Yeah. We'll just write the, the score. Par or better, we write the score. <laughs> but we just, how the hole went. Yeah. If you picked up, it's a big old frowny face. But if you had a couple of decent shots and you made it to the green and we actually put it in the hole, hey, we survived that one without. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smiley face. <laughs> yes. Every hole is Every hole's 18 smiley, smiley faces. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, B, uh, before we even get going, we're a little <laughs> nervous of this before we dive into this. We're going to go right into the beer review. So we've been holding off on these for a little while. Uh, Gabe Towers, Lou Borellis, we've talked about him a lot. He's the beer geek of the group. He dropped us off some of these Firestone, uh, what are they? Barrel-aged. Barrel-aged Imperial Stout. This is a Parabola yep. Vintage. It's from 2006. Parabola. Maybe it's just a fucking... Isn't there don't, a Tool album called Parabola? I don't know. Or a song? Maybe a song. Or is it, what's the other one? Who the dude from Tool made? Oh, Maynard? Uh, uh, perfect Circle. Perfect Circle. What, I'm pretty Anywho, sure. it's probably him because he's the, uh, he's the wine and whiskey and booze guy. So they're from Firestone. Uh, That's I'm nervous. Paso Robles. I'm nervous here. We got yeah, uh, it thir- smelled, it smells 13.1%. Like- <laughs> And uh, what are we, 79 on the IBUs, which we learned while Troy was on here. They, it is the international bitterness units. Uh, I'm nervous. It smells like hell from here. It smells. It's a good sign I don't have COVID is if I can smell this thing from a foot and a half away. I think that's the cure for COVID. Dude. Here we go. Uh, let's go at the same time. I don't want to see your reaction. Oh, my gosh. It smells so Actually, not as bad as I thought it was. And not even close to as bad as it smells. It's, yeah. It is not my type. Um, That first on the lips was like sewer water. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it kind of hit. But now, can you feel the the whiskey on the back of your throat that's starting to burn? Mm -hmm. Uh, We were told, open this bad, well, put it on the counter for a while and let it kind of just sit there. And then make sure that you put it into the pint glass. <laughs> Gabe's like, you're going to have to share them. You're not going to drink this whole thing yourself. I'm like, yeah, we know. So With like six people. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then uh, put it into a pint glass and kind of let it sit there and air out like a wine. Let the bourbon kind of come to the top. And uh, It's an imperial stout. It sounds mm-hmm. like something right up, right up Blamire's alley. Yeah, I know. Travis over at uh, Tonto Verde would probably love that thing. Matty G does not love that thing. No. Uh, he doesn't hate favorite. it. I don't know how you'd sit down and just drink. It's thick. And it needs to go into like a little, one of those little sifter, snifter glasses. Yeah. You know, uh, we do have them in pint glasses, but you definitely got to start with a lot lower uh, amount because it's going to just get warm sitting there. Yeah. I'm giving that a bogey on my simple fact that 
I just don't like that kind of beer. This is one. It's one of those things. Like I can't even rate it because I don't know what to compare it to. Right. That's that might be the first imperial stout I ever drank in my life. I just think if I was going to have bourbon, I was going to drink. I'm drinking yeah. bourbon straight. You, you know, know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There, Maybe it's buy like a probably camp, a time and place thing, right? Campfire, it's chilly night, like the bacon. I've and already eggs. had thirty of right. them. Or 30 or, other beers. Or you just got done abandoned. All the boys are sitting around smoking a cigar and you pour one of those. Because <laughs> you don't want a diesel whiskey. Or do you? I don't, I don't know. know. This is, it's a time and a place thing for me. It is for sure. I don't even know how to rate it. So I'll just call it a par. Ooh. That's a better score. It's because got, it, it's thick. It, doesn't t- it tastes fine to me. There was but some schmutz sure. at the bottom of the yeah. barrel. Or the bottom of the uh, oh, bottle the there. Oh, the schmutz in my drink. Yeah. It, oh, it's floaty city. I mean, you could chew on this. I don't know. He's got us another one. We are definitely not going to get to it this episode because uh, we'd be I might not passed sober out. Up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'd be all passed that. out in the backyard. Yeah. My wife will come home and we'll have two pint glasses. <laughs> We're with both like in a our f- underwear, chasing the dog, <laughs> chasing the dog. <laughs> Did you oh. have another parabola? God damn it! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a that's a rough go, but we'll give it our best shot. Uh, I'm going to try and buzz through this episode anyway, so we'll never finish through it. Anyway, what are you uh, what's going on in the golf course? We got Riviera. You played this joint, huh? Yeah, dude. I need another crack at it. You've only played it that one time, right? Played it one time, and we got way too drunk the night before. It wasn't even the plan, but I got another buddy that was in town, uh, an army friend of mine. So we're all in LA. Just went out to the bar and. Yeah. me and my brother Mike who we're playing with we're fine to go home like it we're like 10 o'clock cap we yeah. want we're going we're playing Riviera tomorrow right. we might never play it again there's the mystique mm-hmm. of course end up staying up to like one get back to the apartment and like it was just probably four hours of sleep I get just it just a fucking mistake it's called band and trails yeah <laughs> right <laughs> the trails is how I showed just up just a fucking mistake what we didn't want to do and then uh the it it was it was good. I mean, I want another crack at it. Like right. I, the clubhouse is fucking awesome. Uh, you, you know, you get up to your first tee. Usually, I think they say your name. They announce you. Yep. Like uh, par five, obviously. Kikuyu grass is fucking hard as shit, though. Oh, I bet. It's Just- he, the even the caddy. So you got a caddy. The dude's like, uh, yeah, dude. It it's like Velcro. So if you chip it into the approach, it's gonna stick. It ain't bumping. And I was like, all right, but I can't spin the fucking ball. And it's tournament speed, which right. I would. Fa- these are the fastest greens I've ever played in my entire life, and it's not even close. When I say, like, yeah, you, you like everybody you- likes fast greens until they play fast greens. This is where I get it from because it was unputtable, man. That's I, w- crazy. I was standing over a f- two footer, it was like because if this goes by, yeah, it's fucking it's gone. gone. It's uh, crazy that these guys can control that. Yeah. Some really cool holes. And they're not really undulated greens. They're more sloped yeah. greens, right? Slope, Slope right. basically. And then the, that subtle movement that you don't see yeah. when the caddy's like, which, great to have a caddy because like you need to hit it over there. Yeah. Uh, Is it much hillier than it looks on TV? No. No? No, it's pretty fairly flat. It's it's cut into the, the ravine right there. Yeah. There's a house is way up on the cliffs around it. Very, I mean, monsters. Mm-hmm. I don't I hate to bag it too much. It wasn't. It didn't blow me away. But again, just like hungover, yeah. time and place. Uh, I will say like number 10 might be the best hole I've ever played in my life, that short par four. Mm-hmm. 
fucking incredible. Nine's awesome playing back into the clubhouse. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Uh they do there's a little halfway house at eight. Fucking had some dogs that had really good hot dogs. A bunch of, like I think a, like probably a variety of specialty dogs yeah. right there. Uh, crippled one of those, so that helped. And then kind of turned the corner, but they like just six they needed lunchables on number four, dude, to save you. We just we should have gone to bed at ten o'clock, like right. we planned. Yeah, and our, had my buddy not been there, we would have been fine. Yeah, because we we did Mesquite, uh, Wolf Creek, and we did it right. Like we're in bed by nine or ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hung out, went to bed, and got up and play golf. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, I want to do it again where I'm like that. I want yeah. to be a hundred percent. Well, on the first tee connection josh sends i know so hook us up golf.com well, if his shoulder up. ever gets better. yeah i know we need to find him dr andrews yeah to, re- <laughs> to redo that thing <laughs> it's Poor never him. cured but he's always like oh yeah it was that liberty <laughs> national played it <laughs> like, wait a minute man what's up with the shoulder <laughs> <laughs> well i threw it with the yeah. other arm <laughs> it's like hardened with the hamstring right mm. oh i'm on the sixers this thing feels fucking great <laughs> yeah it's, yeah Ben Simmons can exactly. all of a sudden shoot. Exactly. Yeah, he gets out of you know out of the Sixers, and yeah, and all his mental health issues are yeah. gone. Yeah. And I was like, Whatever happened to Markel Fultz? Remember that dude, first overall pick for the Sixers, and couldn't shoot. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Probably Is he in Orlando or something. Or I don't even Portland? know. Portland? Is he still playing? I think he's still in the league. Jesus Christ. Where are they now? Let me Potent- look this up. Potential. Look at First Justin, Justin Thomas playing on a Friday with uh, same pants that I own. One of my favorite colors, the plum colored pants. Fuck. So uh, we were talking last week, speaking of golf tournaments, so waste management finished. Uh, yes. We were Friday afternoon recording that while that was going on. Uh, crazy success. Uh, once again, one of the most wild things that you can ever see in golf. Uh, it's fun to talk to Brandon yeah. Reese, the superintendent. We saw him on Wednesday, and I chatted with him before about it, about how crazy it gets. He said Wednesday was the craziest day he's ever seen for a Wednesday, ever. Um, and then, obviously, all the other shit that's going you know. Uh-huh. The hospitality tents, how, literally how much more can they get out there? Which they, I mean, I... It's going to be on every hole. It's going to be every hole. It's going to be three stories high. Uh, it's wild. Golf course looked awesome. It apparently played awesome. The players yeah, all loved the it. The greens looked fucking incredible. Yeah. On Sunday, they were fast as shit. And the weather just helped out. Yep. Usually there's some frost that they have to deal with, or maybe we'll get a little bit of a drizzle rain through this time of year. Was there more non-overseated areas? Or um, did I just notice it more? I'm not sure, but I know when they redesigned it, um, they purposely put in areas like hey this is where hospitality tents are going to go mm-hmm. and this is how we're gonna overseed it so we don't put the overseed grass you know yeah. underneath all that shit so maybe it just stood out to you a little bit more like that i thought i saw a non-overseed in, in play areas i mean not like directly in the fairways and but right. like it seemed like i don't know i don't know if cost of seed had any effect or just traffic like right. by the time this thing happens we're gonna have over a million people ripping through it. Fuck. Why are we even bothering? I don't even know what the final number was, but uh, had to be a million, right? I don't know. A million's a lot. I mean, I remember years ago they broke records at like six hundred and something thousand. How do you okay. get four hundred more thousand well, they were, people? If they're doing two hundred a day, fuck, that's eight hundred. I don't know about Wednesday. I don't know. What a scene! And then you know well, they had a concert on sixteen on Saturday. Apparently, mm, it was some- Thursday, Thursday before. 
Was it the Thursday? Yeah, Thursday before. Yeah, some country. So they could put in. I think a big stage. country music. Yeah. I don't know who so it is. So that's not going away. Um, the throwing of the beer cans all over 16 is never going away over anything. I, I get it, the hole in one, because when Tiger hit uh, it many years ago without any of the stands, they, yeah. that was a cool shot, you know, showered with beers the whole way. The place got littered. Then Justin Thomas chipped in the next day, and the place got covered. It's, people are just itching to throw yeah, right. right. And then another hole in now one. Now if you land on the green, okay. it's going to be chucking then beers. Harry Higgs and Joel Denham, they freaking ripped their shirts off, mm-hmm. covered. Yep. So no matter what happens there, it's going to take one beer onto the grass, or on just yeah. chucked, and it's just gonna let's unload again. So now they got a plan for every year. I'd imagine to put a crew out there that's gonna have to clean well, this shit up. A couple dudes we talked to on Monday. Everybody kind of agreed that it would be like styrofoam cups. Yeah. No more beers in the stands. And then somebody's like, they're gonna put up nets. No, nets. I don't think so. No. But styrofoam cups makes more sense. Yeah. Because you can't if you're in the top rope and it can make it to the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Unless it's full and you know how to throw it, yeah. So get out and with your cores lights and uh, start chucking them in the backyard. But see how that far sucks you can throw because them. that that first hole in one and the it it wasn't immediate either. It's like a couple of people and then it just got out of control. And then Even they kept. Though, I felt the second hole in one didn't feel as genuine. Right. You know what I mean? It was like oh. We got to make the scene. We got to be on ESPN. Yeah. And I, th- you know I, I believe mean? they already covered it with Justin's chip in. And then, before yeah, the chip in ch- and the Harry Higgs. Now, you're right. Anytime. It's Anything like, that save happens. Save it for that hole in one. Right. Hole in one or nothing. I think it was like over 2,000 shots. I think it was, what, 2007 was the last hole in one? 15. Oh, 2015. 15. Okay. It was over 2,000 shots on that hole. Before another hole in one, and then it was thirty-seven. That's crazy. Shots or forty-two shots, something like yeah. that. Before the next one, um, that first one is so fucking cool, though. Yeah, I do. Uh, what do you think about them changing? I mean, I understand it. The playoff hole is, uh, you know, they like just keep going cigarette. back to eighteen. Tastes like a bird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does kind of get worse and worse and worse as you keep going. I tried plugging through it, and it's, yeesh, you know, <laughs> I keep going back and forth. You know, the other beer that we did open, uh, Smitty brought them. What is that thing? The ACDC uh, Juicy IPA at uh, Cali Craft Brewing Company. It is a limited edition can release. It's got ACDC all over it. It is 6.66%. Get it? The devil. Uh, cool. Yeah, devil. Yeah. Uh, I bet Jimmy Cruz will love that with his Jimmy death Jimmy Cruz is going to go buy a yeah. fucking four-pack of these. <laughs> And just called? crank up some. But <laughs> just dump the can out and pour that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost like if you watch pizza reviews and the Neapolitan that yeah. Prez does, everyone starts as a 6 yeah. 8. Every juicy starts as a 6 8 for me. Yeah. It's a 6 8. It's a par. It's yeah. fine. But it's like I keep going back and forth just to clear the palate with that little sip. Yeah, this is going to staring me in the face. <laughs> I know. It's rough. You need a dropper. So they keep playing 18 over and over and over now because they can't move the the crowd. crowd. They can't move the crowd around. And so many people stayed there. You know, you got the Super Bowls going on. I'm sitting back here watching golf. No dog in the race for the Super Bowl. Great to see those two golfers, uh, Patrick and Scotty, because I think those two are very good for golf. Oh, Uh, yeah. Just kind of. They're such solid golfers. Scotty Scheffler is going to be the new Matt Kuchar. 
probably with a few more wins, but he is a human ATM machine. I can't not believe that that's his first win on tour. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would have thought he would have had, that might have been second yeah. or third. Can't we have it, about five? I'm not even sure to tell you the truth, but I know that that was Sheffler's oh, first so win. That Figal would be, was that what yeah. That would be sick. That would have been cool to see, but uh, let's see where he goes. You know, uh, it's a lot He's of pressure with his parents. now. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, uh, well, I think they drove over and his brother flew out from Jersey. Really? His, yeah, his brother lives in New Jersey or New York and uh, flew out on Saturday night, I believe, to get there uh, or Saturday afternoon because they knew he was going to be there. And then he recognized him on that, like the eighth hole in the crowd. Oh, he didn't know he was yeah, going to be there? Yeah, I don't think he knew he was going to be there. And his brother must have yelled at him and he was, you know, holy shit. So they went over there. They, hug, you know, hugged. Like yeah. now I thought. Man, when they showed that, it was like, oh, this poor kid, now he's going to feel like a little pressure yeah. or something. I was going to say, you button hooked your brother, man. Jesus Christ. Does he swing the fucking golf club as hard as anybody I've ever <laughs> seen swing? But you don't, it's like that I shouldn't be here mentality. Yeah. Here I am, so fuck it. I'm just going to keep playing the way I am. A lot of guys just buckle in that moment, and he just kept on grinding away. What, man, to keep your brain in that environment? Yeah, and he should have hit. A fucking seven iron off a of 17 because when he pulled out that two wood or whatever, yeah. it's like a two iron bent down to, or a two wood, some yeah. shit, two hybrid bent down even more. Uh, just absolutely smashed it into the drink on 17. And it was like, oh, that's, why that's did you brutal. do that? I mean, I get it. You're not supposed to be there. So Going for fuck the win. it. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll learn his lesson the next time. You know, next time he's in any contention, it's like, all right. Maybe just hang here. I really wish, and I know I forget how many years ago it kind of the talk was coming up that they should flash along there as it gets close to the end at the bottom of the TV, like what this putt is possibly worth. Yeah. Like when you're finishing 18 and you got a 20 footer, you drain this, you're going to finish in fifth place with $700,000. You miss it. You're going to be T13 and you're going to split it up. Now it's, you know, whatever, 300. Yeah. Now it's a lot of money, but you're going to yeah. lose hundreds of thousands of dollars on one pot. I would have loved to have seen what that cost him. Like thinking yeah. that he just parred out and came in second. Right. You know, yeah. uh, cause what was he tied? Seven, I think. Is that what he finished? Something along those lines. So that's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Is he still going to walk for like 500 grand or something? Like that? Uh, I don't even know if it'll be that high. But still, I yeah. mean, it's a fucking ton more money than he's ever made, but uh, he could have doubled yeah. that ton more money <laughs> than he's bananas, ever going to make, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. What'd you think of the Super Bowl? Did you really care, or are you too busy cooking on the smoker? I made the, oh, best, I the best pork shoulder yet. Yeah. Easily the best pork shoulder yet I smoked. It was fun. It was boring. Yeah. I, it's, having no dog in the race, yeah. uh, I really was pulling for... Fucker. <laughs> I haven't had a dog in the race. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Super Bowl's a, a normal one. Super Bowl's a boring. <laughs> Not uh, having a dog in the race for yeah. the first time in 23 years. True. Fucker. Uh, but whatever. Uh, I was really pulling for Cincinnati yeah. uh, just as the underdog, and I could care less about L.A., you know, anything. As far as their Zach sports Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals, is the quarterback for the Huskers when I was in school there. So oh, I was okay. kind of pulling for... I get it, yeah. I would. That would have definitely been like, what can I possibly cheer for? Mm -hmm. All right, that's the one. Uh, laid some wood down. Here was the bad part. So I'm sitting here, and I get on Barstool's app, and I you know, put money on the money line for Cincinnati to win, plus 174. 
Seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're up. And I look at it again, and they're going to pay me. Yep. You know, like, cash seven, out. you know, cash out. And I could walk away with $83. And I turned to my wife and I said, I need to cash out right now and then go lay it all back on uh, the, Rams the Rams to win with the money line. It was plus 160. But me being the one that grew up in the gambling household and what it is, is you bet the fucking favorite and ride it. Even though I took the under, you know, the underdog, yeah. but I was betting money lines and just stick with it. Don't try and fuck around because you'll end up losing both of them and would have won. Yeah. But instead I lost, but it's a lesson learned in betting is, but fuck, that would have been sweet. I, was, I mean, I would have <coughs> won like 70 total dollars. Oh, I'm, uh, Redline Radio, the, the, the dude's in Chicago. He he's, he bets the Bulls in the third quarter because they're always down like six. And then DeMar DeMarzen comes alive in the fourth quarter, dominates. Yeah. And he, he's like, I'm on a six-game here with the fucking Bulls, like plus 140 in the mm-hmm. middle of the third quarter because they're down six and just waiting for DeMar to turn that's it on. Fucking, that's nuts. He's been playing out of his mind. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's plus 2,000 with an MVP right now. Holy Ain't shit. Ain't a bad bet. Yeah, but. I mean, the bull. I, it, the bulls are good. I know they're good. They're tied no, for first in the East. I get it. How many people is he going to have to somehow? How many more superstars you think are oh. going to outshine him? You know, before they start getting the votes, because it's a player thing, isn't it? Yeah. Player vote it. No, it's writers, isn't it? NBA. I'm not sure. I don't. Know. I don't know if there's any poll. I don't know. I pay zero attention to that sport oh. other than what's on tv and what i my personal feelings are i know that I, I probably oh, just started watching self- like the last three years and just because the, there's so many good players and such a good product it is so i can't even watch college basketball anymore college basketball and i used to be the biggest fan i, I think it's horrible watch it there was a wisconsin game this year it was 18 13 and a half <laughs> that's Disgusting. That Ugh. should be like, game's over. You guys fucking stink. Just 18 go. to 13 after 20 minutes in Big Big Ten basketball. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's such, like the seven-minute scoring droughts. It's just like the inability to score. And, and I watch the NBA, and these dudes can score at will, and you say, oh, there's no defense. Fucking go ahead and defend one of these no, dudes. I know, but it's un- you know what I mean? I know, but I keep saying this. If you hit them too hard, I... I grew up loving the sport when yeah. it was the 80s. Yeah. You know, and. Beers and- yeah, exactly. And, you know, you cut through the middle with those guys. You got fucking hammered. And, yep. you know, it's not like, okay, you get into a fight. It's not hockey. But you got to stop. You got to make somebody think about coming through that middle again. There is no thinking about it anymore. You do it and you're fucking chucked from the game. Yeah. And, it's, and then maybe a suspension for another game. You know, it's like, what the fuck? For a hard foul? Right. You know, and then you go well, up to block a shot and the guy's hand swipes his forehead, not even on purpose. Flagrant one, shooting two, and the ball. Well, they can review fucking it. All well, they had Oakley, Charles Oakley on... Uh, yeah, I bet Red that Line went over well. He's probably like fucking kill on him. Redline Radio, and they're talking about our Caruso, Alex Caruso. He's, mm-hmm. he's that white guy who wears yep. a headband and was on the Lakers. He's yep. like fucking incredible defender. He got fouled hard, real hard, by that uh, Grayson Allen. Yeah, broke his wrist, and so they asked him because everybody's pissed. Yeah, because they think Grayson Allen's a piece of shit. It's and like, he how has would been, been since he was at Duke. You know, he's like, is that a dudes. bad foul? He's like, no, it's fine. Like Oakley watches, like, oh, that's a fine foul. Like I wouldn't be mad. Just yeah. playing hard. 
not a big deal. It's a whole nother generation. And then asking Oakley is a whole nother. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, no, did he get up? You know, <laughs> yeah. Was he awake at the yeah, end of yeah, it? No, did he punch him? <laughs> yeah. No. Why not? No blood? No yeah. foul? Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so, halftime show. Is that I fucking you? liked it. I loved it. I loved it. I fucking loved it. It's about time they did that and put the right crew there. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, you hear these, you know, hear all the stories now coming out of the out of like the NFL, like Goodell basically told fucking Eminem, you ain't kneeling. Dude, don't say anything to him. Because what's the first thing he does? As soon as it's that, that false. Oh, it's all false? That was, I came out, there's a, a report that said that he was never told he couldn't kneel. Ah. Uh, what about Snoop wearing the full crip, full, uh, crip gear <laughs> and doing the crip walk? How do you, allegedly they said that, you can't do the crip walk. Oh, it's like, are you kidding me? I don't Dude's know. Dude's the leader of the crips. Yeah, I saw the first and Eminem was told not to, but then I saw an article that that was fake. Snoop is the shit. Uh, Dre, I was never that big of a Dre fan. Uh, 50 Cent, we've all heard the jokes. He was more like a buck and a half. I mean, Christ, lay off the sauce. <laughs> Stuff sauce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And he was huffing and puffing. Mary J ripped it up as the older lady out there. Yeah. You know, she gave it hell. I thought maybe I was hoping. Uh, I was hoping Method Man would have been the surprise guest, but it ended up being 50. Yeah. Uh, I thought Method Man with Mary J would have been off the top, but in my eyes, Method would have outshined Dre for sure. See, well, Dre was part of, like some of my favorite part. Um, I like seeing Dre. I could watch Snoop for days. Yeah. I could watch Snoop do everything for days. I think that guy is... I like Kendrick. He's so cool. Uh, Ken, I was never really into him, but his little routine was probably as far as theatrics. He was the only one relevant right now, right? Still putting out rap music. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, I liked his. I like Kendrick. But I thought it was really good, you know, giving it the, you know, shot to the L.A. boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good on that. Uh, last Wednesday, we'll cover this. Wednesday this past week, we finally got to our Suds and Supers event. Um, that I thought was really, really good. So we went over to Simple Machine with Cactus and Pine and put on our Little suds and supers. It's beers and talking shop. We got the little spot out back where all the brew tanks are and everything. Um, and we just talked. The subject was new grasses. We talked that for probably 35 minutes. And then it just went on to whatever. Uh, and had a lot of chitter chatter. Um, if you didn't like what you're listening or listening to, there was beers and pizza. Uh, Doe Riders pizza yep. uh, was cooking up pies they were just there as just the regular food truck on a wednesday i thought it was really good uh the feedback that we've gotten from people they can't wait for the next one uh the guys in tucson are dying to have us down there and then uh heard from some guys up there at uh josh up at uh pine canyon up in flagstaff he asked me right after it was done he's like hey let's get some let's get a group up here yeah. And I said to him, I said, hey, you know, we're kind of filling up with this. I think we only want to do like four a year. We don't want to make it tired. You know, we want to make it a good event, something that you can't miss and not just go, ah, they'll have one in two weeks anyways. Right. Uh, probably four a year. We'll hit other sections of the valley. But when Josh asked me, I was like, hey, I'll just grab this shit and we'll go up there because I know half his crew are fans. Yeah. And we'll just go up there and we'll just 
drink beers and fucking roll out a podcast. <laughs> and I kept saying that if this was not a success with Cactus and Pine, most of it's my idea anyway, that, hey, we'll just do it this way. Um, and now that I think that guys, you know, we tried it basically doing this uh, podcast from Simple Machine one day and no one showed up. Yeah. But I think once they saw what we had, um, and then we had sponsors to sponsor a couple beers and then pay for the pies. That's what we needed was we needed the sponsor because people yeah. just want free shit. I know. Um, but they stuck around for well over an hour after. Did you guys get kicked out? Uh, no, no. I left. Uh, we had a, I'll get, I'll tell you about this story in the, either <laughs> on this thing or after. So, uh, I thought it was good. So next one, I think we're going to do in April. We're still looking for a location. I'll get with, uh, you know, a couple of the people I know up at Simple Machine. He was going to, Marshall was going to help me out on picking. After he saw ours and kind of saw what we really wanted to do, he said, I'll give you all sorts of information on plenty of breweries, you know, that can host you. Not only is it, you know, that's what we're looking for. We need the space. I don't want to go sit I will go sit out with the regular patrons, but that's going to be loud noise behind us. It's not going to feel like our little thing. So and it's probably not the environment those people want to be in either. Correct. Yeah, they didn't show up to fucking yeah. listen to us clowns, you know, talk about grass. Right. But uh, I thought it was a very good success. A lot of networking people stuck around forever and just got into these little huddle groups of chit-chat. So, you know, it's what the beers do. You know, you can make friends with, either make good friends or good foes. Over beers. What did Homer say? The uh, beer, the the solution. No, the beer, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. And I think that's really the power behind having a conversation like this. You know, getting together and having having a few beers and talking about uh, just these different ideas and and everybody taking these ideas if they're not already either sharing them with everyone or taking them back to their club and trying them out. But that's what it is. You know, the beers bring the people together. I knew that once we said we're going to drink beers and we're not going to go sit around a regular education seminar, yeah. I knew it would be a hit. And let, let's condense it. Uh, we talked about, you know, as far as topics and things like that. And, and, and obviously the water concerns that we all have is, is one issue. The seed costs and just the, the, the price of resources and expenses is something. But ultimately, I'm excited to see how uh, viable it is as a... Um, a competitive alternative to Bermuda. I think that uh, all of us have seen and played on a lot of Zoysia. It can be really, really good. And so if we can bring it into the valley and um, get away from overseeding and, and still deliver the quality that people expect from us, then it's something that we want to pursue. And through the board, I kind of keep putting out there as like our messages. Hey, you know, how do we want to do this? How do we want to structure it? Hold on. Let's not structure it. Let's let it, the group of 40 or so people, I'll just get the ball rolling. We'll have a subject to start with. The group's going to take on to what we all want to talk about. Yeah. You know, because someone's going to say one thing and the conversation's going to go whoop the other direction, but it's still going to stay relevant to our industry. So I don't know. I thought it was really good, but I got a fucking text message halfway through this thing. Check this out. So. My wife texts me. She's like, call me uh, real quick. Our friend that's in town has got an emergency. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, we got like 15 minutes. I write back to her. Give me 10 minutes or so. So I, uh, after we're done, I call her immediately. A couple phone calls. Can't go back. Can't go back. Can't, you know, can't get a hold of her. 
Finally, I call her one more time. She answers her phone, and I'm like, what's up? So we, she's got a friend in town that uh, used to live here, moved to Chicago, decided to come back and just visit some friends. So she gets to our place on Tuesday night. She's staying with us. Uh, Wednesday, she brings my wife to work, and she borrows her car and goes off, and she's going to go do some activities. So she goes down to a rock climbing gym. It's member-only day. She ain't a member. She goes in there. I don't know really what happened after this, but they allow her to go on the rock climbing wall. She scampers up the first one, gets to the fucking top of this thing, and realizes she ain't hooked into anything. Say what? No, just now she's 20-something feet up. You ever been to one of these rock climbing gyms? They're 20, 30-foot walls of all the shit. And uh, she gets half, she gets all the way to the top. And she realizes she's not hooked in on anything. I have no idea how that happened because they do have the self-climbing walls that you can jump off of it and it kind of just yeah, like a right. weight just pulls you or whatever. Or you could have somebody on the other end down the bottom belaying you like you're supposed to. No idea. Gets real tired, freaks out, and falls. Just absolutely destroys her, her L1. She's got like six pins in her back. She had, she had surgery yesterday, uh, successful so far. Uh, so no, my wife, no family out here. It's basically us, right? And a couple, and a couple of the girls that she when used she's to work to go with. Back? Don't know. She ain't going back for a while. Who knows? Supposed to start a new job, I believe, on the first of March. Oh my no idea. gosh! Simply so she fell going. from all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. She started to climb i guess backwards but but at that point if you've ever been on one of those things i don't care unless you're the dude that climbed the fucking wall in yosemite it's oh i mean you're gassed you're gassed i was doing it we and her were doing it when we were in like really good shape and you could climb up but i'd never think of like lowering myself back down because you're pretty nobody's around to call for help because it's member day or what? i have no idea and that's kind of what i thought was maybe too much you know pride. it's the b well no or it's the b squad working because it's member day everybody knows so the workers could possibly have been just the people that are checking you in and the floor is really not maybe there's less people uh but i know you're supposed to watch a video sign you sign your life away there right no idea what really all that went on all i know is she's alive Thank God it could have been fucking so much worse. But here she is on vacation, day one. Oh, no shit. Yeah. She came in Tuesday. Oh, sorry. She landed Tuesday morning, I guess, but was meeting with friends, lunch, and whatever. So by the time she got to our house, I think Leah picked her up at, I don't know, 6 o'clock or whatever in the evening. And she was at the house at 7. Yeah. And on the ground and in an ambulance at like 1 in the afternoon. Fucking crazy so i know she's successful surgery uh family's not around uh i don't know okay well something happened there but it's all good gave me a weird screen i know there's fucking things sometimes this computer scares the fuck out of me but uh anything i was going to we'll get into golf course talk uh it's been obviously fucking packed as shit was going to solid time and top dress on Monday. Weather. I'm not going to do it because I, I have to do that. Well, I've now decided that I've got to stay late on Monday, yeah. do half the golf course or as many holes as I possibly can. 
and start on Tuesday. I think Tuesday is supposed to be low of 34 degrees on Tuesday morning. Oh, so I have just, I just called that. Yeah, we had frost hour delay, hour and change delay yeah. this morning. Uh, only mowed greens. I was running the groomers on the greens. We were supposed to do that again today. Had to yank those reels off, put the other reels on to the other mower so I could have two mowers going. Uh, granted, those both had lower heights on it because I was going to go groomer, groomer on Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, lower the heights for Saturday, Sunday, and onward. Had to yank those off. I mean, it's only 5000 so that's fucking nothing. It's not like it's going to do anything to them, but kind of gets away from that grooming aspect that I wanted to do a couple directions because I was out there rubbing my hand across the, you know, the greens and all the leaves are just now starting yeah. to stand up. So I would just want to get rid of that and get the, you know, the leaf blades standing tall. So ball rolls better on the top, you know, less friction. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, but I definitely yanked that. I think I'm going to, with that, I've talked about, I'm going to park that air two G two machine, but I think I said to Javier, I said, Hey, let's just start that on Monday. Let's see what we can get done as the week goes on. I'd yeah. rather get some decompaction than bailing on it. Cause who knows what the following week's going to be. Dude, it's been insane. Like, yeah. we top dressed before that Men's Golf Association Day. Why'd you top dress on, on this day? It's like, if I don't do it on this day, then we got the WGA, we got team play, we got this fucking group, we got that shotgun. Then we got Frost. <laughs> yeah. When do you want me to do it? We right. we got to do it at some day. Another thing that drives me nuts is the, the greens that day were probably still rolling 11, mm-hmm. right? They putted worse probably because they – were they weren't putting you got to cut that they were putting worse because they weren't like respecting the greens right so they're probably blowing it by more three putts which they're blaming the top dressing and not the fact that they didn't respect the the okay yeah so the golfer is is putting yeah no the golfer is putting it worse not the greens are playing worse right yeah. Because they're oh now they're getting, thinking they got to hammer it because these can't be rolling the same they did yesterday. The same thing. When, that's and the only thing that bothers them when we aerate is that you got holes there, so they just think it's going to be bumpy and shitty. Yeah, and it's like no, these things have been rolled, lightly dusted. They're going to run. They're going to be awesome. Yeah, you know. But the fact you look down at the ball and it's sitting in between, you know, a bazillion little holes, your mind just thinks it's going to be yep. shit. So yeah, you whack it. And next thing is zoom right by. It's not your fault. Yeah. Right. I had a guy the other it's day. Because top dressed. Tuesday. I'm out on 15. It's uh, like most of the greens, they slope from back to front, you know, yeah. downward. I only have number 10 that goes away from you from front to back. So I'm on 15, and me and the dog are sitting up there, and uh, she gives this, oh, man. Dude, that's your bed. What are you doing? dude that's your stuff man give me that don't you just fucking destroyed your bed you little shit no 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 i was just gonna tell dan how much of a better dog you've been lately because i put the fucking shock collar on it today and just beeped never shocked once no stop it (laughs) and she's such i mean like Way better dog. You hit her with one beep, she drops everything she's doing and comes right back to me. And I guess I should have kept it on her and zapped her. I could have showed you how good she was. But I get these two guys out there. We're sitting on the edge of the green. Guys, in the front, the pin's in the way back. One of them's about a foot on the green. The other one's about 10 paces onto the green. Guy that's 10 paces on putts first. 
he hits it, comes up 15 feet short and yells out loud so I can hear. This low. Jesus fucking Christ. These fucking things. Every fucking other green, I can't even keep the fucking ball on, you know, the green. And then this one, what the fuck? It's so fucking slow. And I just yelled, you ever thought of maybe it's uphill? Oh, you said that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I say whatever I want to these people. I just, I'm not putting up with their shit. So he's like, no, this is flat. I said, are you serious? I said, you really think this is flat? He's like, yeah, look at it. I said, look around you. Look at all the hills and everything else. And I said, turn around. I said, you think this is flat? And that fairway is 20 feet below you. Oh, yeah. You know, within the next 50 yards, it drops that far. And he goes, you can't be telling, you got to be serious. I said, listen, I've only been here nine years. I said, I can promise you that that thing is uphill. The other is, looks like his son, probably in his early 20s. He puts it, comes up, I mean, barely makes it to where Daddy-O started at. So he put it like 20 feet at best. And he's still got half the green to go. I said, you didn't listen that that's uphill. He hits it. We get into this conversation. I finally said to him, I said, guys, put the ball right where the pin is. I said, same stroke, hit it back the other direction. They couldn't believe how fast it was the other way. I said, I'm like, I cannot, I said, I can't believe you don't think this is downhill after just seeing that. It was this long to do. Hey, what's up now? They're wrong, but they won't be like, hey, you're right. You know, didn't think of that. It's now another problem. What was that? What's that hole that we couldn't keep the ball where I putted it right off? I said, I said three. And he goes, yeah, there was a third hole. And I said, did you do it on nine too? And he's like, no. He's like, what's the other one that, uh, where you hit it into it and you hit the front of the green and the ball takes off and it goes off the back? I said, 10. Yeah. And I'm going, I said, you're not paying attention to what's going on here. I said, this cannot be blamed on the golf course's conditions. Right. He goes, what's up with the par threes? I said, well, I don't know. What is up with the par threes? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, the yardage is all off. I said, it's, <laughs> it's the yardage is off. I said, it's got GPS. I said, as far as I know, on the carts, I said, as long as you're somewhat paying attention to that, they should be fine. He goes, well, one of the holes back here, he goes, par Two. three. Two. No, 13. He said, it said 137. So I pulled out my 135-yard club, and he goes, and I came up about 20 yards short. I said, it's 35 feet uphill. More than that. You know what? You're right. I said, you've never thought of taking an extra club because it goes uphill? He's like, well, I didn't think it was that far uphill. I said, what did you hit on number eight? I said, it's about plays about 150 yards. I said, let me guess. If you played your 150-yard club, you came up fucking 20 feet short. He goes, yeah, I was short on that. I said, yeah, that's uphill too. No. I was like, oh, my God. I said, guys, I said, is this your first time playing here? And he's like, no, it's my second. And the, the younger kid was like, no, it's my first. I said, uh, yeah, you really need to pay attention to this. I said, do you pay attention to the wind at all when you play? Yeah. If, I mean, if it's windy, I'll club up. Or if it's behind me, I club down. I said, but you never pay attention to up and downhill. Nope. But the whole point of the conversation is he's yelling at me about the golf course conditions, yet he doesn't know what fucking uphill or downhill is. Right. You know, I said, next hole is number 16. I said, it's going to be like a 120 foot drop. I said, do me a favor, play it to the yardage. I said, don't try and trick yourself. I said, just hit it. Just whatever the yardage says, just fucking hit that club. 
and I just no way am I going near those two clowns. <laughs> but that's what you deal with on, you know, and it's one thing to they can be like turn to each other and be like, damn, that seems really slow. But to yell it loud enough, purposely, basically in my direction, so I can listen to you talk about how slow the greens are, and I'm not gonna fucking turn on you yeah. and start questioning you. The best is when they figure out that they're fucking wrong and they can't admit it. They change the subject. And the best part is they just went down this road with me about like wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. I just, I was just fucking wrong, <laughs> wrong. Just and knowing obviously exactly all the problem and well, not the problem, but the tough points of that golf course, I could start naming them and asking them questions exactly where I knew they fucked up. Yeah. Golf course is pretty goddamn good. You fucking stink. Yeah. And don't blame the stink of you on <laughs> me. And that's it. It's un. I think uh, I forget who told me. It's one of the most under. You know, we always talk. It's a very unappreciated gig. What we try to do, and you can't turn it out the exact same way every single day. Right. You know, oh, this place was shit in June. Oh no, shit. You know. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, exactly. How much did you pay in June? Exactly. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, we've been. I mean, the money wise has been great for us. Uh Busiest shit, 220 golfers a day. 400 you know. something today. Oh, wow. That's wild. A busy day used to be like 320. The 320 is normal. What I know. For? I was talking to Jimmy. We played uh, Blackstone Country Club. Uh, anybody you got a friend that can get you out on there, go. That yep. fucking place is awesome. Yep. I mean, we pump the wheels off of that place all the time. But the other day, that place is fucking awesome. Yes. Uh and it had that nice shine to it. Greens it was fucking money. Perfect. Uh, so shout out to Andrew and his boys for continuing to do what they do out there. But I play with Jimmy Cruz down at Post and Butte. And we were talking about rounds and, you know, costs and all this stuff. And he's, you know, company owns, still owns his golf course, a developing company. So they put a cap on their price. And it's not enough. You know, and I don't know what they're trying to do as far as drive them away. It's probably a decision maker. Somewhere else that's not in the state of Arizona, they're like, nope, Post and Butte is this much money. We can't go any higher. Thursday before the Open, they broke records on the amount of rounds they've ever done there. Seriously? Which is crazy because... It's way the fuck out there. It's way the fuck out there. And it's also the time of year where we're not even winning on both ends of of daylight. Right. You know, 265 rounds of golf. Oh, my God. At a price, like, I mean, that right there should go right up to the chain of command and be like, you are about $100 off on your price, at least. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you're going to put out 265 rounds of golf on February 11th, that's that's fucking bananas. Fucking nuts. I don't even know how you make it around. I mean, how do you even pack that in? At like five or six minutes in between? And just you know, let that's, them a, go. that's a five and a half hour round. You're doing that shit. Oh, I know. But it's all about the number at the end of the day. It doesn't have to do with the fucking cash register, yep. which is nuts. That's, I mean, the old management company that I used to work for was the same thing or the old golf course I worked at. They only cared about the number of rounds that went out there. Right. And I remember looking at the spreadsheet one time and it was like, oh, we did this many rounds because every day there was a report that had to go out. And I didn't realize it, like, if you, clicked another link you could get to the spreadsheet of it all so i only read 
I mean, like the first paragraph all the time. One day I just like, let me dig into this thing. Like, what are we doing here? Why is this going out every day? I click on this link and it brings me to a spreadsheet. Oh, we did 237 rounds, whatever. Great day here at, you know, Coco Pelli and yada, yada, yada. And I start looking down. Average round. And this was, I only worked there for seven months. And I believe it was after overseas. We're talking December, January. $37 was the average round. <laughs> what are you like, doing? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Dude, that's like, free golf. So I wheel in there. And, I, and that was when I said to him, I said, so what's it cost you to put out a gas cart that's because it was all gas carts i said what's it cost you to put out a cart at this place general manager i don't know i said you don't know what it cost us to put a golfer into a cart and let them go play on that golf course nothing i'm like what do you mean nothing how do you mean it doesn't cost you so i'm free my whole crew's free all you guys are free the lights are free the water's free everything's free and doesn't cost you anything the wear and tear on that fucking cart, gas cart with no grass and there's dust everywhere and they just suck in all the fucking dirt. That doesn't cost you anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, okay, there's a big problem. Average is typically about 30, 35 bucks. At least back then it was. Yeah. Now it's probably a little bit more. It's closer to 40 bucks. So if you're not charging that, you fucking just shut the doors. You'll save way more fucking money. Couldn't believe that I was bringing that up. Like that was mind blowing to them. Mind blowing. So just raise your, just raise it thirty bucks, and then reduce the round by twenty percent. Yep. You're gonna make more money. Yeah, and we've uh, we've done a well. We thought we were in the wheelhouse of being able to do that. Is you know, last year we started charging a little bit more, and it cut down a hair of the rounds, or it kind of evened it out. And this year we raised them even more, and we thought, oh, this is gonna get us to that. As a superintendent out here in Arizona, you know, with the daylight long enough and our weather and stuff and what we don't want to put out there is wear and tear is I would say somewhere around 180 to 200 a day at the right price is where you want to be to hold the golf course together to continue to charge a good rate and let golf be enjoyable. People are fr- flying around. Hey, we got around that place four hours and five minutes fucking in the middle of the day in February. is. Yeah. Awesome, right? So you kind of, that's where I would say, coming from my end. But put them out at six minutes at an average of $37 a round. You have five and a half, six hour rounds. It's the local yokels. Yeah, it's the dude sneaking all, beers. Yeah, they all have to learn how to play. I get that. You, but you know what? You have, it's, a, it's an expensive sport. You know, it it's like hockey for a child. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, if you want the kid in, get ready. New skates every year. You know, new pads. Everything is bags, crazy travel, expensive. Ice time. ice time. Yeah. You don't get into it just because it's a giveaway. Uh, you know, you go get a basketball. Go get a soccer ball and kick it around the field that's fucking open if yeah. that's the way you want it to be. But I don't know. That's my rant on that shit. Anything else you want to fucking cover? It's getting close. It's getting close. We have six minutes before it's soccer time. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing much. I mean, it's just ready for it to warm up, ready to see some green Bermuda out there. 80 degrees, and we're all like, whoa, Bermuda grass. It's fine. Yeah. Just pumping around, same buddy, everybody else. Yeah, it's mowing, get out of the way. <laughs> yep. Which is, tread water. we've said it before, it's not so bad other than, I mean, it's not even that bad. 
It, yeah. It's the frost delay that puts the fucking oh, stick, stick in the spokes on a Friday when you yeah. really want to mow it out for the weekend and make it fucking good. Or the and clubhouse. Hey, how long's the delay? I don't know yet. Well, we got 400 people playing today. It's like, well, I'm not in control of the fucking weather, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, we might only have 360 people playing today. What do I tell them? Tell them fucking they'll be playing golf by 10 o'clock. Yeah. I don't 10 o'clock. Hey, it's better than me saying fucking in 10 minutes and then going, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. We can't go yet. You know, I don't control the weather, folks. Believe it or not. I know we we control everything else, but. Old Jesus has got his It'd hands great, into that. Because I'd kick on about a quarter inch of water right now. And the salt's <laughs> flush right out of my soils. I'll tell you that much. And then crank up the fucking heat a little bit to a constant yep. like 80 degrees. Yep. 80 degrees and 60 at night. We're rolling. I'm in. I'm in. All right, cool. With that, that was a quick one, Dan. We'll see you later next week. Everybody, later. Stay fast. See you guys. We'll be over there.